Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Giving Starts With You podcast. I'm your host, Nelia Hutt. Thank you for once again joining us today. I have a remarkable new friend here with me. His name is Steve Vincent from all the way from Australia. How are you today, Steve? Hi, Nelia. How are you going? I'm really good. Hi, everyone. Great to be here. <laughs> yes, I'm so glad that, that, you've, uh, that you've come on the show and especially being so far on the other side of the world. This is amazing. And yeah. I just think you're brilliant. So I just want to jump right in, tell you a little bit about, more about Steve. As a professional writer, teacher, spiritual coach, poet and author, Steve has uh, more than 33 years of experience to the table to help others overcome their challenges and live their dharma. He's also a public speaker, workshop facilitator, and creator of Pendragon, Men's Circle, and Copywriters Escape Room Support Programs. He's a lover of sunsets, and his search for the truth of one human existence has stretched from the sands of the Sunshine Coast to the hot springs of New Zealand to the Peruvian Amazon for, I'm not sure if I'm going to say this correctly, <laughs> ayahuasca. Yeah, that'll do. That's good. <laughs> ceremonies and has included many an energetic healing online and in person and long hours alone pondering the meaning of life. Originally, um, Steve was a high school teacher, faculty head and vice principal, then a freelance journalist, copywriter, writing coach and marketing consultant. His journey in, inwards via his new book, Finding You, which, oh my goodness, is amazing, has unlocked the pain of the human experience, which emerges in his words that are said to move women in tears and make men squirm. And this is absolutely true because I have read some of these poems and it just, they're so beautiful. It really feels like um, I can connect with them in such a such a deep level. Um, he has spoken to audiences as large as 1500 and has coached groups of all ages and sizes. He appears on a weekly international spiritual broadcast and contributes to several weekly self-improvement movements. Steve is a father of now four adult children. Good for you, Steve. That's a lot of work. <laughs> has been, we had four under five at one point. So that's, oh, uh, my. Uh, oh my. Oh yeah. my. And he lives in the subtropical Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. And when he's not writing and he's not mentoring others, he can be found at one of the beautiful local beaches, communing with Mother Earth or gazing out to sea. Four under the ages of five. That sounds like my husband. He's got four, you know, his his siblings. So that's a, it's so it's a, right, it's wow. a job. 
Yeah, you see all this grey hair. I'm really only 25, right? But that was... <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love your accent. <laughs> yes, welcome again. I am so happy for you to take the time to be with me today and just, you know, to share with us all of these beautiful words. Um, you know, in a day like today and this age, we don't really... It's not as common as I would like to see men open up with their feelings. And it's not as common um, as I think it should be. And um, although more and more it is becoming a common thing. But your poetry is simply, it's like music to me. Music is this beautiful thing. And it's just, I don't know, it just it speaks to me. But I won't keep this any further. How did you start this No, no, process? keep going, please. <laughs> It's honestly, I don't know. And it's not just for people. Okay, so I'm going to tell the audience right now. It's not just for people who are experiencing mental health issues. It's for everyone because everyone suffers in one way or another. Everyone has a hard time putting um, their feelings into words. And when you read Steve's poems, um, it really does give you a picture of um, not just what Steve was feeling, but how you may be feeling. And you know, having a way to express yourself sometimes is all you need to move forward. So I really felt oh, that yeah. it, it connected with me very much. So thank you, Steve. Yeah, thank you. And wow, that's really, that's so true what you said there, Nelly, about if, if you've got a way to express things that actually helps you move forward. And gee, I, speaking from experience, I, I've never expressed anything in my life. And, you know, I've, uh, my, my heart space has really been closed off and, and I don't want to, um, I guess, paint this inaccurate picture. I mean, I'm, I'm a normal guy. I, I, I've, I've got a successful, outwardly happy life, you know, and, and um, I've got you know, really great friends, a you know, beautiful wife, beautiful kids, um, beautiful home. I live near the beach, you know, like it, I'm, I'm a success, you know, but, I've also spent a large part of my life being unhappy with who I am. And it's not, it's not about other people and what they've done to me. It's about how I am and how I feel about myself. And I think that's a really, a really big part of the human experience is finding, well, as the book says, finding you, right? And finding what ticks for you. And um, I guess to, to go back to look back to your original question, like where did it kind of all start? I've, I've always written poetry. I wrote some, um, when we were 19, I, I wrote a, a poem um, to my to my wife, my now wife, um, and gave it to her, and I actually read it to the big crowd at her 50th, right? And so I've kind of always done that, but I've also I also lost that, um, or at least shut off from, ignored that the, the words and the importance of words. You know, I kind of wasn't manly. I went to an all boys school, or kind of you know, like as a as a survival thing, mm. it it wasn't sharing poems wasn't wasn't really a wasn't the done thing if i can put it that way and 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 you know what when i it's a really interesting one thank you for for prompting me when when i really think about it i think the the biggest thing behind why i stopped and why i didn't want to share was the feeling of or the fear rather of rejection mm. what if what if people laugh at me what if people what if i'm embarrassed by that what if yeah, what if they laugh, you know, and that it's so much safer not to put yourself out there or not to explore things and you can just go along 
and pretend that everything is okay. And, and you know, I, I've, I've traveled the world. I've, I've made, made some money, had some success. Like I said, I've got a really outwardly successful life, but that was not a reflection of how I honestly felt about me at times, not all the time, because it's kind of like this. You know, and then during the really good happy times, you, you, you look back to those down times and you think, oh, it's okay, don't worry about it. You know, they're gone. And then you feel down again and you think, oh, you know, I don't like this. And so you look for, look, look outside of yourself for, mm. for answers, you know. And so we buy stuff or we take stuff, you know, or we swap partners or whatever it might be. There's, there's, we always look outside of ourselves to find, um, to find what makes us happy. And and my experience and, and my experience in the last couple of years in particular has been that the answers are within. And it's only when we actually look within and face those things that we fear about ourselves, that that's really the way forward. At least that's my experience. It may not be the same for everyone else, but that's my experience in my, my journey. That was how I found, I guess I found me and found the truth of me. And, and, and I found, um, that I, I, and I'm learning about being finally, after 53 years, finally to be comfortable to be me. You know, and that's um. I'm so glad that, that you have. Yeah, you know, and that, that that's it's been a it's been a been an easy journey. This life experience is it's it's, it's full of ups and downs and not easy. You know, like uh, oh yeah, I got this. No worries. What? No, come on. <laughs> we think we're the only ones. Yeah. You know, and the more you talk about it, the more you realize that everybody has something, you know, Yeah. whether yeah. it's low self-esteem or, you know, they don't like something about themselves. We all have that. And, you know, I don't know if you would agree or not, but sometimes when we suppress our feelings, we do it as protection and it ends up creating, oh, yeah. creating the opposite, the opposite oh, yeah. of, of calm, you know, and we do this. And it's insane that we keep doing it when it's not working. Yeah, you're summarizing my life, right? That's that's what you were doing there. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, it's I so have true. a similar experience. Yeah, and I feel like, you know how you were just saying, Steve, how we look for things on the outside. And I think for me, I did the same thing. And I think for me, I did it because I didn't want to say oh yes there must be something wrong with me it's always easier if somebody has a quick fix like put a band-aid on it yeah. or something and it, yeah I don't know why we do that we always look to the outside for instant you know instant gratification because it's tough yeah. probably yeah it's tough yeah well we don't like pain right we run from pain pain and seek pleasure and if we can get an instant sugar hit for our pleasure, then we feel good. And, and, and that's the, I guess that's the whole part of that dynamic, isn't it? We, we want to feel good. And if something is making us feel bad, we want to run away from it. We don't want to face it. We want to run away from it. And we want to run away to that thing that makes us feel good. And, and you, you did write about that closing, closing yourself down. I mean, I, I haven't wanted to look at, at my pain and my, um, you know, all the things I felt were wrong with me. And I guess that's one of the other things too I, I want to really stress is that when, when we feel uncomfortable with ourselves or feel pain, we automatically think there is something wrong with us. And I actually don't think that's the case. What I, what I think that, that, that pain is, is, is 
it's a signal from the world to have a look at yourself to find out who you really are so that you can walk your path in life. And, and yet the pro it's kind of a, this, this weird dichotomy of two energies, right? There, there's pain, which I don't like. And so I run away from it, but it's in facing that pain, we can actually find the real truth about who we are and what we want in life and be okay with that. You know, that, and it's the, there's nothing wrong we've just got to find a way of looking through those clouds and the veils and, and walking through that and facing it you know it, it, and i i know it's easier to say there's nothing wrong when you don't feel that right because i i i have felt that much of my life what is wrong with me mm. you know but there isn't really anything wrong with you you've just got to do the inner work and look inside and find who you really are you know and i I'm really aware in, in me going through all of this, um, the, the famed psychologist Carl Jung, he said that, um, that all of us carry a shadow and the less it's embodied um, in our consciousness, right, um, uh, the blacker and denser it is. And he said, by all accounts, it forms an unconscious snag that thwarts our most well-meant intentions. And so we've got our self that we show the world and then sort of behind us is our shadow self. And if we don't deal with that, the shadow self, we can't really move forward, or at least it's kind of that shadow self is dragging us back or holding us back, even if we want to do well. And, and people say, well, what do you mean by the shadow self? And it's, it's all those things that we don't like about ourselves, like you know, my shame, my jealousies, my um, pettiness, my envy, my rage, my, my hate, my... Um, um, you know, my, 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 my embarrassment, my, my feeling small, all of those things are back there, right? And they're all kind of going, well, this is, this is, this is running your life. Um, and so you don't, who wants to look at that, right? Who wants to admit that, um, that they, are, they are petty and mean and nasty? And, but, you know, the thing is, I actually am okay saying that because I am also a nice, loving, gentle, compassionate person. But to deny that I'm, I have those other things, that's kind of where I'm at war with myself. You know, and until I can say and accept that, yes, I do have those traits as well, I guess I'm never complete. You know, it's not, it's like those two, two parts of me that just are at war with each other. And I actually want to be complete so I can, I can function much better in the world as, as me and happy and whole as me. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It totally makes sense. And, and the unhappiness you know, when, when you can't figure, figure things out, when you're, when you feel lost and, and you feel like, it sort of sounds like you're late, you're giving yourself labels, you know, that other people feel are not acceptable and you have to learn yeah. how to accept them, you know, and totally, you do that yeah. through writing, which I think is beautiful. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I can, can I give you a, can I give yes. you a quick example of yes. that just to, to, to bring it fully into, and I guess the, um, the, the, the contrast of the black and white. So mm -hmm. um, I've, my, my book is in a number of local bookstores and one of, one of my favorite local bookstores also has a lot of crystals and um, it's a cafe and stuff like that. And someone said, um, oh, look, let's go to that particular cafe for lunch. And, and, and I said, no, I don't go there anymore. And they said, why? And I said, well, they didn't want to take my book. So if they're not going to support me, I'm not going to go and support them. And they said, isn't that just a little bit petty and childish? And I said, no, it's not a little bit petty and childish. It's 100% petty and childish, but that's me, right? That's a part of me 
that I'm happy to own, right? I, my boundary is they didn't support me. Why should I go and spend money? Now, the old me, right, would have gone, oh, yeah, I just, it's all right. No problem. You know, I'll dishonestly saying that. So I would say that, put a mask on of being the nice guy. It's okay. Hi, guys. How are you going? You know, it's nice to be here. Whereas inside I was feeling you buggers, you didn't take my, you, 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 <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't, you wouldn't support me and you're here I am. Oh yeah, everything's fine. Right. And, and I, I just, in, in going through this whole process, no, I'm happy to say I am, you know, that's, that's revengeful. That, that's petty. That's childish. And, but it's the know, truth. Like, yes. It's the yes. Truth. And that's you don't my have truth. the heaviness of carrying it around. Correct. Correct. And, nobody- you know, and it was a really, yeah, and people don't need to people don't need to think it's okay or not okay or have any judgment about it at all. Yeah. yeah and I'm quite okay for people to go, oh gee, you're a bit weird, mate. You're um, aren't you a childish, petty, petty man at 53? Yes, I am. <laughs> and that's me, right? <laughs> you're okay with it. It's all good. Yeah. 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 No, I'm glad uh, for that example. Absolutely. You have to own your truth no matter what people think it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. With with without the fear of being exposed, right? And and I guess here's the, the other thing too. When you are okay to own those bad, uncomfortable parts of you, and you are able to share them with the world, like yes, I am petty and nasty, and so therefore I'm not going to that cafe. The the energy of those and the heaviness of those emotions because they've been exposed, they don't run your life anymore. They don't, you know, when there's nothing to be revealed, Mm. you've got nothing to hide. And so the energy that you um, expend trying to hide all your bad stuff, just so you can put a a mask on and a front on for the world, that energy has gone and it's very liberating. Mm, I love that so much. I think we, I think a lot of people are living behind masks and I was for years and it's exhausting. Me too. It's yeah. exhausting being, it feels like you're an actor in your own life and the roles can change depending on, you know, the scene. Right. And yeah. it's just, it's, it's scary, but it's just exhausting. And, and you end up yeah. becoming lost, you know, and that's why I love the title of your book too. Mm. Yeah. I have a question about your writing, if, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm just curious to what your process is. So in my mind, there's like the two things, right? So do you start to write and then discover as you're writing your poems, oh my goodness, I didn't realize that I was feeling like that? Or do you are you in tune with how you feel and then try to find the best way to describe it? Yeah, both. Both. Right? Okay. Both, yeah. And... and- depending on one, what day of the week it is, it's, okay. it's either, it's either of those things. And I, I have, I'm just trying to find, oh, I have the, I have the set of journals. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I have several journals, right. And I'll just, I'll go out the back on the water and I'll just sit down with a pen and a blank piece of paper. And I'll, I'll just say, all right, how am I feeling today? Or, or I, I will have, I will be feeling some spike of emotion and I'll go and explore that. And then I'll just, let my you know fingers do that and the pen do the do the walking on the page and mm-hmm. you know I, I think halfway through or a little bit in I decide if it's going to rhyme I not all my poems rhyme but a lot of them do I do like that rhyming and that rhythm mm-hmm. um you know and so I, I will that kind of does that, that 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 need to rhyme 
often not forces but um facilitates the narrative of the story in the poem you know um and so yeah like it um it does just depend and it, it it, it's about what's what's in here right it's not not so much in here it's about what's in here it's in, and and someone asked me the other day um about that how do i know if if the poem is is right or whatever and and <laughs> if i've read if i've written um one or two verses and it moves me emotionally then i know it's come from my heart if i just feel if i just read and go yeah, i know it's come from my head and I just throw that out because it's it, it's got to be it's got to come from the heart because that then speaks to people's hearts and that's in in a lot of the reactions that people have um, to my poems. Uh, what I realised is that that my pain is actually humanity's pain in many ways. You know, my circumstances might be different to yours and someone else's, but that that pain of the human experience is is kind of universal. Absolutely, and that's why yeah. so many of us resonate with it yeah you know and I, the yeah. only reason I was curious about that was because sometimes I find like I had my book just came out and I read I wrote the book not knowing what I was going to write about and it wasn't until I started getting my feelings out that I was like oh my god this is really how I feel like yeah. I surprised myself by what I was writing and I was just curious because I think a lot of that um is a great discovery tool, you know, as well, like mm. that you surprise yourself that knowing, okay, you know, like I knew it just kind of clarifies things for you. Like, I think writing can be such a great tool for so many people and you're a brilliant writer, but you know, for people out there who are listening, who perhaps feel that they're, they don't have the skill of writing. It don't have to be good at something to try to express yourself through it whether it's yeah. art or writing yeah. or music, just try it, you know? It's sometimes just the mm. art of actually writing. Like I don't type, I actually write like you do, like in a book. And just the art, the, the actual flow of, of your hand, it can be very therapeutic as well. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a really interesting point. Um, I think one of the big success secrets in the world is movement. Mm. In other words, do something, you know? and. The, the other thing that I, I say, and thank you for your, um, your, your accolade there of, you know, you're a brilliant writer and so forth. And I appreciate that. Um, well, here's the interesting. Me, so that's how I, that's how I um, decide whether or not, you know, it, it's, does it move me? So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some people don't like my writing, you know, that's um, okay. and, and that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, um, that, that's one of the, the things not everyone likes strawberry ice cream right um you know and that's part of the the dynamic the diversity of our human experience and and so that that issue of movement you know just just do it just do something it doesn't the other thing too is right and i i still i do this all the time right we are we often are attached to an outcome in other words if i write a poem it has to be perfect everyone has to love it if i do a drawing or do a sculpture it has to be just right. You know, we're attached to the outcome and that attachment to an outcome, oh, that, 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 that cruels us. It really does. It, it stops so much of, of us. And, and I also, the other thing too, people always say, oh, I'm not, it's all right for you. I'm not very creative and blah, 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 blah. Well, I can't sing. I can't dance. 
I, I can't, I can't um, paint. I, I can't play an instrument. I'm hopeless at all this. I'm as musical as a brick, you know. And so I've got my thing. You will have your thing. Now, I'm not saying that you, everyone's got to be Mozart or Taylor Swift or whatever it might be, but if it comes from your heart and, 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 authentic, and comes from your authenticity and your truth, man, that is good enough. Mm. You know, that is good enough. Cooking. Yeah, yeah. Anything that you can add your part to make it your own, really. Yeah, yeah, totally. And the other thing, the other thing too, I might just share this. This is always um, when I do get any negative or bad feedback. Um, when when I was a freelance journalist, you know, fifteen or twenty years ago, we I was a boxing writer, and um, and I remember um, interviewing Jeff Fennick, who was a triple world champion, one of Australia's most famous boxers, and he then went into training, and he was training a a local Australian fighter called Glenn Kelly to go and fight Roy Jones Jr. in the US, who was the the pound for pound best fighter. And and I in the interview I said to him, I said, Jeff, you know, most people say that Glenn Kelly hasn't got a chance. What you know, what how do you respond to that? And he said, well, in typical boxer, rough as anything. He says, well, let me tell you something. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. This is what's going to happen. And it's such a great line. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. You know, so. But but the thing is, what we can often do, right, we subordinate ourselves to other people's opinions. Mm -hmm. And why do we do that? That the opinion is just another asshole, right? That's that's basically (laughs) it. And yet, so we're all, right, my opinion doesn't matter. And, you know, so it's, it's a really good line about about perspective in life you know opinions are like assholes why do we put so much weight in other people's assholes you know i just but i do it i i I feel when someone when someone says oh your your poems or that didn't resonate with me you know it does it sort of it feels bad but you know at the end of the day you know that's your opinion you don't like probably don't like strawberry ice cream either you know i love strawberry steve do you really want everybody to like them you want to hit the people that it's going to help totally Totally. you know what i mean like you You know, many people will go to, you know, you'll go to the art gallery or, you know, and I stare at some stuff and I'm like, I don't get it. You know, (laughs) I just don't get it. But they didn't create it for people like me in that moment of what I'm going through. You know, somebody will come along right after me and be like, wow, you know, that's speaking to me. And that's okay. We're not here to please everybody, you know, and I think that's, that's the same across the board. But I do like it when people connect with something and then share it because um, then you can, you know, you can create that bond in that community of people like minded individuals that and then Mm. you can move together and and forward, right? Yeah. So how does writing make you feel? How does it? I know it allows you to, is it the one medium that you use to allow yourself to open up to what you're feeling? Mm. Like, how does it, how does it heal you? Like, how, what does it, how do you feel? It, it, yeah, what a great question. It, it makes me feel free. Mm. Um, because when, when I'm expressing how I really feel, in that moment, whether it's through the story of, of a poem or whether it's something that's coming from within me about me, um, it's almost like a relief of oh, freedom to get that out, to unlock that energy and for, for, for it to be okay to, to be feeling that and to be okay to be able to say that. And because here's, 
here's one of the things I, I, I'm really acutely aware of. When we have those negative thoughts, right, we judge ourselves so harshly. Mm. You know, like, like me with that cafe, you know, um, the old me would have gone, oh, don't be silly, you know, how can you say that about those people? Well, that's how I felt, you know, and yet Don't we apologize. see, yeah. yeah, 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 you know, and, and yet we see sometimes, you know, we, we might get jealous and start bitching about someone and yet we will chastise ourselves for that, right? We will condemn ourselves for that. And, and so that being able to write and write that out gives me freedom to express all of those things that I otherwise would have squashed down and closed my heart off to. Mm. And it, it's that, it's that, that release of the energy that's been pent up that is that liberation of, um, you know, of, of trapped emotions. And so whatever, whatever art is yours, whatever creativity is yours, it, find what, what works for you and, and, and find a way of it, <clears throat> how you can express that, no matter how dark it might be, right? in fact the darker it is the better probably because you're finally bringing that darkness out into the world and the the thing is that darkness is part of you and yet instead of condemning that 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 awful stuff why not love it why not shed some light on it and then love it as part of you because here's the thing when when those bad things that we don't want the world to see in us when we do love them when we shine the light on them and we accept them as part of us why don't one we become whole right but two the energy of them with their their gripping of us it just dissipates right and it, it um and i think a lot of our in, in our human experience a lot of our problems come from denying squashing um um Being making shameful. sure that others don't see all of those things like our shame like our fears like our insecurities like our jealousy like our our hate and all those sorts of things and yet so the words and poems is my way of expressing that and finding freedom in that, but also finding a way to be okay with that and, and loving that part of me as all of me instead of, you know, because I had a fairly strict religious upbringing and, you know, sin and hell and all those sorts of things. And that, you know, I think that's, that's a very much, even if you weren't overly religious, it's kind of still within the human energy field of, mm -hmm. um, of that, 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 that concept of right and wrong, good or bad, sin and sinner kind of thing. And, um, if I mean, one of the other things too, I only found out a couple of years ago, I'm an empath, so I feel things deeply. And, um, and I've taken a lot of stuff on board as, um, as truth when it was perhaps just another asshole, you know, <laughs> someone else's opinion, right? And, yeah. Yeah. And so, wow. and so that, that whole being able to love every part of me and being okay with every part of me, it's, I'm still a work in progress. I'd love to say I've got this all figured out, but I haven't. You know, I've got stuff, parts of it figured out, but it's yeah. it's a journey. It's a process, you know. Um, it's fun and it's horrible at the same time. And I guess that's like life itself, right? We don't have daylight all the time. We do have night. We do have darkness. Mm. And so we, um, if we love and all of ourselves. And, ground and you actually published it. So yes. this is another another thing, right? Because some people will write and, and, and find it very healing. and But they know that they're not going to share it with anybody. Yeah. You know, and the writing doesn't talk back at you. It doesn't tell you that you're wrong. Yeah. But then to find the courage to share those emotional, raw, dark things with people, I think is is a step in its own. And that is such a beautiful part, you know, all on its own. Because yeah. you have to be, you know, I think if you weren't connected with what you were writing, um, you wouldn't be okay to share some of those things. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. I think that that's, that's great that you've done that. And I think it's so important for other people um, to see, you know, but if there are people right now that are listening um, that want to write, but maybe don't want to share, that's okay too. do that as mm. a first step. Yeah. You yeah. know, as, as you continue on your journey, you will see that, you know, if this can help somebody, then you will want to share, you know, but you're not forced yeah. to, you know, yeah, it is yeah. a place that people can definitely, definitely try. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's, there's 70 poems in, in my book, right? There's 70 poems. Yeah. Um, but uh, there was about 30 or 40 that I didn't include. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and some of them weren't. And it's really, I, I kind of wish you hadn't asked that question, but what was it like I, to be, to be really transparent? I was terrified about publishing it. What would people think, you know, that there was still that the traces of that, that um that emotion in my energy field you know what would people think um it, it was a it was a scary you know I, I guess i just lent into the fear um there were there were many times i just went oh, i'm not going to do this i'm like no I'll, i'm done i've had enough you know i because oh, you see a, a book come, yeah yeah you see a book come to life yeah, yeah when people so see the end result they don't see the struggle right and mm. i was terrified yeah, I really was. But you did it anyways, and it yeah. was well accepted. And, you yeah. know, I'm sure you've had many compliments, but it's true when you write something that's so true to your heart and you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready to share. And mm. then when you hear it's helping people, it's like, I, I was meant for this. You know, I was meant to do this. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's a really interesting one. I, I actually got a call on Friday, third, last night or Wednesday night. Um, from a, a, a man I've known for 27 years um, and his friend died and he, his friend, he and, you know, I were the same age and his friend died um, and he was asked to do the eulogy and he called me up um, the other night and he said, um, he said, I was really struggling to write the eulogy and um, he said, oh, I know, I knew Bruce loved poems and that, but we couldn't really find one. He said, then just out of the corner of my eye, I saw your book on my nightstand and I, and th this is really interesting because he's a very, very manly gruff guy he said i just decided i'm i'm going to pick your book up whatever page i open to i'm going to include that in the eulogy as a tribute to him and oh, that's a compliment yeah and um and he did and he said i just wanted to let you know that um his family loved the poem and and everyone there loved the poem and um and yeah it really it really helped it was a lovely tribute to him and um you know and and when i when i hear stories like that it it made the terror of doing it you know like that 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 moving that emotion really really helped you know mm. uh, to absolutely to let me know it was worthwhile yeah and, and and i guess it's that old emerson said you know the definition of, of success is that to know that even one life has breathed better because you have lived you know that is to have succeeded and um and so I'm, i guess i'm getting that one one person at a time um even though I, I don't really think I set out to do that, but that's kind of what is what is happening, what has happened and is happening. Yeah. Yeah, because you started it out for yourself as a way yeah. to, not therapy, I hate that word, but as a yeah. way to open yourself up and as a way yeah. to face things and figure it out and and maybe learn as you're going, right, about yourself. Yeah. And Yeah, it's funny how that happens and then we decide, you know take that leap of faith. And I'm so yeah. glad that you did. And thank you for being so honest about, you know, the fear of putting it out there, because I think mm. 
if he hadn't said that, it wouldn't have been honest, you know? Yeah. And, and I appreciate that because I think we all have, um, you know, we have fear of sharing our fears and then we have yeah. the fear of, you know, people laughing at us. And, and it's even without, like you were saying, you went to a uh, boys school, a private uh, boys school, yeah. even if they had not written read your poems just the fact of you saying to certain people I write poetry you could have been writing about sports it didn't matter just you know so I get that I get that you know from it's I don't think it's as much like that now mm. and I'm so glad because whether you're a man or a woman or a child or you know anything I think it's so important to put that aside and just, you know, connect as a human being, you know, because mm -hmm. no matter what sex you are or what you're, what you enjoy doing or anything like that, I think that sharing from the heart is what makes us feel, right? Mm -hmm. It's what brings us all together, no matter who we are. So I love yeah. that so much. And I love your poster in the background. You are a writer. I wish oh, I could yeah. read everything that it said in yeah. there, but <laughs> I'll take a photo of it and, and send it to you, Amelia. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Can you show us yeah. the cover of your book again? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's beautiful. I it's love coming it. Coming up okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of it symbolizes my journey as well because I love walking along the beach, right? And love the title of it too. It. Um, would you mind reading a, a poem out of your book? Sure. I would love. But, to um, yeah. <laughs> Anyone would be great. I love okay, it. Um, actually, what, I, what I'm feeling, oh, I did read that um, one about the cage for you before, but I'm feeling to, to read one from page 143 about fear, seeing as we've talked a lot about fear. This oh. one's called Fear. And just to, to give, um, give folks listening and, and watching an idea, um, the way I've structured the book, the, the poem is on the left-hand page. There's my reflections on the right. In other words, what I was thinking and feeling. And then there's space to do your own reflections with different exercises. So that's that's how it's structured. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I'm I'm feeling to read um to read fear. But one other thing before I do that, one of my I was talking to one of my mentors about, you know, I'm just terrified of of doing this. Like, and, and she said to me, she said, Well, how do you think any rock star or artist feels every time? The first time they perform one of their new songs, they don't know how people are going to to accept it, whether it's going to be a, a big hit or whether it's not going to be. Um, but people, she said, people never worry about that. They or that doesn't stop them. They still go and perform the song. So in each of those moments, you've got a choice to make, you know. And and so it was a okay, um, but it terrified me. <laughs> and, it is terrifying. You know what? What trick I use is. Sometimes I'll think to myself, even if they don't like it, there will be somebody out there that'll resonate with it. So I'm doing it for that person. You know, yeah. I'm doing it for the person who will get it. You know, yeah. it, it sometimes we, we call our things good or bad or popular and unpopular, or it's a good song or not a good song. I think all forms of artwork are beautiful. It's just not going to reach everybody. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, and so this one's called Fear, and this doesn't rhyme. Um, it's it's really a it's a straight from the heart talk about how I was feeling, probably about publishing the book, which might also be um, be kind of relevant too. So it goes like this: I don't know what to do. I need help. 
it will fail. No one would like it. What if it doesn't work? Others do it way better. Look how good they are. You might look foolish. You'll embarrass yourself. This has never worked for me. Small, less than, not worthy. This and other bullshit bounces around in my head. And I, my reflections on that were examine what goes on in your mind. When I was in stillness one day, I listened to that inner voice. Um, I then let go and allowed the feelings to flow. For some reason, there was despair and behind the despair was fear. I let it all come out and felt better when that energy was released through the poem of fear. And the reflection exercises I've got for, for people here are, what's going on in your mind right now? Be honest, don't judge, write it here, just let it out. And in that moment, for whatever reason, I was fearful. I didn't want to be found out. I didn't want people to laugh at me. I didn't want people to look at me. It was so much safer just to stay hidden and, and buried and, and not be seen. And, and that's that craving for safety. And so, you know, when, when people are reading through this, what, like, so right now for you, what, what's going on in your mind right now? Yeah, maybe this discussion, maybe this makes you feel really uncomfortable because it triggers something in you. And I know what to say, if, if that's the case, fantastic. Write about what, it, what, what is that feeling? Why do you feel that way? Dig into that. Don't judge, just, just write out all those things. You know, hate this bearded guy who talks funny from Australia. No, 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 he, no I don't feel, you know, so if that's it, write it out, be honest, you know? Right um, about all the assholes that uh, are yeah. <laughs> Totally, totally, yeah. And I, then the, the, the second part of the reflection I've said, is there anything about you that hasn't been loved that you need to look at more closely? explore this in words or pictures here and 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 for me that part of not being loved was was that fear of being i guess found out that fear of being embarrassed that fear of being shamed that fear of not being loved you know and that was the that was what was behind the poem fear mm. you know and i i've shared that with a with an and i do i do the odd workshop with people where we go through um, you know the book and and so you know I'll, I will then share like I'm doing now what's that you know what was behind the poem for me and I'll ask people you know if you feel if you feel led to what what fear have you got and and that most of the time you know, whether it's online or live um you know they're, they're happy to talk about it and sometimes they're happy to talk about it for the very first time and what they will say after it was you know what I really didn't realize how deeply that affected me but going through the poem as a stimulus and then having the courage to look with inside that has shifted something within me. Um, so yeah, that I, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like somebody else feels like that. Yeah. I'm not alone yeah. anymore. Yeah. That's one of the things I want to do is end loneliness, you know, as much as possible, because I feel that when we feel alone, there's no movement. We, we feel we're uncared about, where we feel people are being indifferent toward us. And nothing feels worse than that, I think. And yeah. to just read it and, you know, read a poem or read some something, some piece of work that that affects you in that way and, and not to feel that loneliness and feel part of something bigger, it, it can do a lot for someone. It yeah. really can. Yeah. The other thing, it's a yeah, good point, Nelly. The other thing I would say about that is um, 
don't don't kind of elevate me. Oh, look at this guy's published this book with all these poems, you know, look, he's so cool and all those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just as screwed up as you are, you know. <laughs> I just talk about it and write about it to help you do the same thing. And so if you feel um the reason that you know that that I feel that fear is because I feel small and um you know and all those sorts of things and and within me you perhaps feel those that same way at some point as well and that's and the reason i can say that with confidence is that's the human experience and that's part of our our journey and on the planet here to to work through those issues not to run away from them to face those fears and um you know, I, like I said, I still face my fears every day and I still fall off the horse and get cranky and I, I have my petty moments where I'm, I still haven't been to that cafe and I'm not going back, you know. But accepting <laughs> but okay all with of that. you. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what it's about, accepting the bad and the yeah. good. Totally. Being okay with it and being okay with it despite what other people think about it. Yeah. yeah. Being okay with it despite people not accepting certain things. You know, it's not, yeah. they don't need to. As long as you can look at yourself in the mirror and uh, you're happy with what you see, good or bad, you know, and yeah, I just, I feel that that's the only way to really live, you know, is live mm -hmm. for yourself and live, you know, we all come into this world alone and we die alone and, you know, what we do in between is all up to us. <laughs> yeah, it's totally. Okay. It's yeah. okay to be okay. And I think if we were all like pure <clears throat> and perfect, it would be boring as heck. It would. Like yeah. I think, just, honestly, yeah. wow. Yeah, it, it would be. Although to to bring balance to that, yes. <laughs> when when you're feeling that, because the emotions can get really intense, right? And when you're feeling that, you don't think that, you know. Oh. And um, oh. and that, that's the that's the the trick, I guess, or the key thing is to to be honest about those feelings. Mm. And not to hate any part of yourself, I think. Yeah. You can dislike yeah. certain things or, you know, if you if there's something that you find maybe you want to change, that's fine. Um, but it's okay to be imperfect and it's okay, uh, you know, but don't hate yourself. Mm. You know, it, uh, so many of us do that. And so many of us don't treat ourselves with the respect that we deserve and because we don't feel certain way about ourselves, you know, but I think if you can find a way to express it, whether it's writing or music, or like you said, there's numerous other things. Um, I think we be, we're better off for it, you know, and, and we can help other people in the process. So yeah. I'm so happy you shared your poem yeah. with me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> with <thank us>. you. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, you can get the book on um, Amazon or Booktopia and, you know, a few of those other um, big online platforms as well. Yeah amazing i can't wait to read more and i know you've got your website yes so if you go to stevevincentonline.com stevevincentonline.com um you'll see um some really cool pictures of our book launch and some other photos of me and uh, there's a poem there for you to download um which is a really sad poem actually it's um it, it's called she's okay i think and the story behind that is um uh, one of the groups i'm in there was a a lady in her 70s a dear friend and um she was talking about the story of her her daughter and um she said oh well she's always been so capable and, and the daughter was on the call and she said mom you didn't know i had postnatal depression then and it was such a oh man it was a really poignant moment and it it really it really you know because the mom said well she, she's always just been so capable and it really forced me to look at 
gee, where do I assume that my own kids and or friends, because on the outside they're capable. Yes. That we don't really see their humanity and, and if they might need some support, you know, we just assume, oh, they're okay. Yeah, she's, she's okay, I think. It's all good. I've got my own stuff to worry about. Because she's making it to work and because yeah. she's able to feed her family. But little do they know, yeah. once that is over, and the energy has all been spent on this one thing it's done you know like you yeah. have nothing more to give i i read that poem and i i very much um felt that poem and yeah it was that's absolutely beautiful actually yeah, it's, it's really sad it um it really it, it yeah. really really forced me to look at my yeah. yeah at my life and where i do that and even even with my wife you know she's busy she's okay she's fine you know Maybe she just needs a cuddle, you know, but I'm busy. She's yeah. busy. Like she's capable, very capable. Mother of four, you know, business manager. Da, da, da. Do yeah, I know, not see? Sometimes I think we see, we think we're going to see people falling apart. Yeah. Before us, they're coming undone, you know, and it's yeah. not the case. You know, sometimes it just takes somebody to say, you know, is there anything you need from me? Yeah. You know, because sometimes when we ask, are you okay? We really don't want to know the answer. Because then if there's this heavy answer, you know, do, is this person really going to stick around and listen to this, you know, no, I'm not okay. And this and that. Okay. Okay. You know, I shouldn't have asked. It's true. You know, you got to be ready for those mm -hmm. answers. If you're going to ask the questions, because yeah. um, you're an empath and I'm an empath. And I think if people were to ask me that, I would have a lot to say to answer <laughs> that question. And so sometimes I'm like, are you asking me because, you know, you really want to like, you want to come over for dinner and you want to ask me again, or are you asking me just because it's like a habit? Because if it's just a yeah. habit, then I'm fine. You know, you just, yeah, yeah. just don't get into it. Right. Yeah. Or, or how long have you got? You know, <laughs> you know what I'm feeling right now? How long have you got? <laughs> yeah. So, and writing is like that too. I find, I don't know. I just. You, once you start you have to like you're in the zone it's hard to stop like you just you find yourself and then I don't know it's hard to kind of cut off that emotion when you're when you're involved in writing something so personal yeah. to you yeah 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 that that um the, the writing process that I, I guess it really is my happy place where I'm just in my world and I've got my I've got water near me and I've got my pen and my piece of paper like that it's those moments that I'm, I, I really feel free, you know, and I mean, that, that's not about anyone else. That's mm -hmm. just about me and what, what, what I need to fill my tank, you know, and to, and to express, express who I am. That's, yeah, yes. that's just what I need, you know. And I'm so glad that you figured that out because now I'm going to benefit from it by reading the book and by experiencing it and, and thank you so much. You know, is there anything that we didn't talk about today that you wanted to mention, Steve? Um, oh, well, we could keep talking for hours. Yeah, there's there's heaps. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoying it very much. I'm. Uh, yeah, you know, when when you feel a lot like we do, you know, like you're saying with empath, it's um, it's so enlightening. It's it's so it's a happy place for me too, like to, to write or to read. And it's really something that I'm passionate about. So yeah, Fantastic. yeah I, I look, I, I would, 
I, I would just encourage you, just, the movement is important, right? Movement is a success secret. So whatever, whatever, and, and people go, oh, I haven't got time, just five <laughs> minutes, just, just get a blank piece of paper, spend five minutes, put your favourite two songs in your earphones or whatever, yeah. and just write or draw or scribble or just, just do something that gets some creativity, something from your core, you know, out into the world. It doesn't have to be for any reason other than the sake of expressing your creativity. Or maybe it's you put a, do it in the office, why not? But I was going to say at home, you know, put a, put a if, if dancing's your thing, crank the music up loud for one or two songs and just dance. And, you oh, know, it, you know what, whatever it is, like, whatever is your thing, find your thing. Mm. Oh, I did hear a famous football coach here when I was a, a, a vice principal, we were at a, a, a school leaders conference and it, it, it stuck me. I'm going back, this is going back 15 years, but it stuck with me. He said, the two hardest things in the world are diamonds and for a person to really know themselves. Mm. And that is so true. So know what it is for you. What is your thing? Mine is solitude, water, pen, paper, and just letting stuff out. Whether I publish it or not, it's just letting stuff out. Sometimes I publish it, sometimes I don't. But it's letting stuff out. That, that's my thing. But it took me, it's taken me 50 years to work that out. Even with him saying that, mm, you know, 15 absolutely. years ago. So, so find what that thing is for you. It might be going for a run for 20 minutes. I don't know. So important. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's part of um, what I teach too, is just to find what it is that you love. Because that is going to change it's going to change everything. Yeah. It's going to change your happiness level. It's going to change so many things about the way you choose to live the rest of your life, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah, I just, um, it's funny that we're talking about that because everybody's is just so different. And when you said you don't have time, you know, people say that they don't have time and, and mm -hmm. you're saying, you know, Steve, just put that in your ears for, you know, a couple of songs and, and stuff. It's so important. And I think the people that think they are the busiest, and have the least amount of time or the people that need to find the time yeah do it you know yeah and, uh, so oh, i did write a poem about that it was um you know if you don't have five minutes take 10 minutes if you don't have 10 minutes take mm -hmm. half an hour if you don't have half an hour take an hour like I love you've got that. time right you, you've got time yeah and and i think mm -hmm. we have to stop saying that we don't have time because we choose how to spend our time yeah you know, I just created something as well. It's called the um, self-help rescue kit. It's for all the people who don't feel that they have the time. So it's all based oh, wow. on 10 minute increments of all the yeah. things you could do that are free. You don't even have to spend money. Yeah. You know, you just have to commit to the, that 10 minutes and, and yeah. you know, you can do a lot in that time. You can write a beautiful poem and mm. share it or yeah. not share yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, yeah, true. Like it's interesting. I mean, don't talk to me about not having time. I've had four little kids. I've, you know, been a, a vice principal. I, I, I have a really busy writing schedule. I, I get it. Yeah, but you still got time. There is time. I work seven. You know, I've got bills to pay, and I, yeah. I still make the time. Yeah, there is time. Yeah, you just have to choose that. That's what how you want to spend it. Prioritize yeah. is very important. And I yeah. think the more you get to know yourself, and the more you give to yourself like the title of this show, you know, it does start with us because we mm. are unable to give to anybody else if we don't take care of ourselves. Mm. And 
you need to find that 10 minutes. You, everybody needs to find that time. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe, um, I don't know if you believe this way, but the more you do it, the more you feel like you need it and you enjoy it. And so, you know, you start off by spending five, 10 minutes looking for that five, 10 minutes. And then perhaps a week later, you've done your 10 minutes all week. And then your second week that you're into the self-care and you're now like, that's not enough. <laughs> I yeah. need to do half an hour a day. I, I'm going to find that time, you know, yeah. and, and the more you do it, the more you need it, the more it affects you, the more it makes things um, happier, you know, and more connected and all those beautiful mm. feelings that we get, right? Mm. Yeah, the, I guess the, the other thing I'd say about that too is the, the more, and this goes for everything, the, the more you commit to something, the more the universe seems to move things around mm. to make that happen. So you, you're dead right, right? If you send a signal out to the universe that I'm going to do whatever as part of just for me and in whatever time, and you commit to that, and it's not just coming from your head, right? You're coming from, I'm really going to do this, coming from your heart space. It's that, that truth of doing that. The universe kind of goes, well, okay, let me just shuffle this around and that appointment will get cancelled. That will, you know, like it's just... So it is fascinating. It's fascinating how that works. But you've got to, you've got to do that commitment, right? The universe won't hear you if you just go, oh, it'd be nice if I just went, you know. No, doesn't work that way. Yeah. In my experience anyway. Yeah. No one's coming to save us. We got to make the time yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. And honestly, I can't wait to pick up another one of your poems. It's, it's, it's so heartwarming for me, you know. And um, thank you for sharing that. And, and I'm so happy that you were able to find it healing for yourself. And it opened up, you know, it was a way to open up so that you could feel better, you know, and yeah. uh, I think that's great, because that's how you started, right? It was just to feel better and to let those things out. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm so happy that you were able to do that for yourself. Oh, thanks, Nelly. And, and thank you for the invite to come on. I've really enjoyed it. Um... You know, and hopefully your listeners have um, got something out of it. But I guess to finish, um, you know, the answer is within us, right? And the answer is looking within us and shining a light on those parts that we may not want to show the world. Um, the answer is not outside of us. You know, that's, that's my message. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. And, and, and you are worth the effort, right? That's the other thing. You are yes. worth the effort. Yes. And if you don't think you are, then that's when you really need to figure things out. Yeah. I think, you know, when you're struggling the most, I had a guest on a couple of weeks ago that said to me, you know, when you get to the edge, that's when the breakthrough happens. Mm. Mm. It's so true. And I just love the way she put that um, because it is just when you think you can't do it anymore is when you start to see the other side. And I think we yeah. all owe it to ourselves to do that, whether it's writing or something else and you do it beautifully in writing. So. Oh, thank you. I appreciate your kind words. <laughs> Yeah. I don't just say them to everybody. <laughs> I only say them when I mean them. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. You're Accepted. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.